to the Bean Ninjas podcast, where you get an all-access pass to see what happens behind the closed doors of a fast-growing global bookkeeping and financial reporting business. Hello again, and we're back for this second of the two-part series on the Bean Ninjas podcast with Heather Smith talking zero add-ons and apps. Welcome back, Heather. Thank you so much for having me back on the show, Meryl, and uh, hello to everyone who's listening in. So the first topic that we're going to be covering, Heather, is around different tools that integrate with Zero that can help you to receive payments from your customers. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important to be receiving that payment from your customer as frictionless as possible. And it actually sounds simple, but there's actually a huge number of options out there to receive payment. And what you need to consider is both the ease of receiving that payment, but also the charges associated with that mechanism for receiving that payment. So there's two things you need to factor in. And it will also depend on where you are in your business and your credibility, your credit credibility in what options are available to you. So if you are sort of really starting out and you don't have much credit credibility behind you, PayPal potentially is going to be the easiest option for you to set up and you can receive payments via credit cards, from PayPal, you can receive overseas payments, and you can also set it up to receive recurring payments. But you do need to be conscious as the business grows and as your income grows of the charges associated with that. Now, there are other options available out there, and it depends on what sort of revenue stream are you generating? So whether you have an online store or whether you're generating by invoices or whether you're retail business and you're pulling in money that way. So some of the other options out there look at a Stripe or Easy Debit or eWay. And the client, what they do is they can actually pay by credit card, but they can actually sign up. So the payment is actually pulled through automatically for you when the actual payment is processed. So One of the solutions I use is a solution called Go Cardless and the client actually signs up to that. And whenever an invoice is raised on the due date, the money is automatically pulled through from their bank account into my bank account. But what actually then happens is the reconciliation aspect of it is all then automatically pushed through into zero. So once the payment has been receipted All of those invoices close off automatically, so I don't need to go in and manually close them off. And I just click once, I just have one click, okay, to reconcile everything there. So that's a really good thing to know. So some of these these solutions can involve a bit of reconciliation and some of them are quite simple. So I know, for instance, PayPal, you'll actually set it up as a separate feed in Xero and that works quite effectively. I know, for instance, with Stripe, some people opt to use a solution called Siphon. Super Siphon. Silver Siphon, yes, (laughs) you know better than me. And that helps with the reconciliation process. And also with these solutions that I'm talking about, be aware of what the options are. So with GoCardless, it does debit. So it takes money from a bank account and puts it into your bank account. Whereas some other solutions, 
And I think if we talk about Stripe or Easy Debit or eWay, they will take the credit card. So GoCardless doesn't take the credit card. So that's kind of another option in there. But what you're doing is you're getting different charges related to them. So you need to think, do I want to take credit cards? Do I want just simple bank deposits? And what charges are involved there? And how quickly is the money going to come into my account, which is another thing to be aware of. And so sometimes when you do actually sign up, you make your assessment and you sign up for one, you then need to monitor and potentially review it every year or so and see if you're still happy with it and you need to move to something that's potentially got better rates on offer for you. So that's something to consider. And I also wanted to mention one of the big topics that we talk about in the world, if you're moving into revenue streams, having a reoccurring revenue stream can be a really beneficial thing to grow for your business. And there's some solutions out there. There's two that I'll mention here, Charge B, as in the buzzing B, Charge B, B-E-E, and Recurly. They both will automate a recurring subscription for you, which is a really nice way to build a revenue stream for your business. And they automate that and they plug into zero. As I mentioned before, PayPal has an option for doing that as well. And by using these solutions that are integrating with zero, you're massively reducing the time around data entry, time around reconciliation, and time worrying about pulling cash into the business. Chasing payments is just not fun for anyone. No one likes to do that. What a couple of follow-up questions for you. Actually, being just specific. So we, we, <laughs> follow, <laughs> we follow that process of checking the fees. And so we moved from PayPal to Stripe for our recurring payments. But we haven't really checked out GoCardless. And how do the fees compare for something like GoCardless to Stripe? The really attractive feature about GoCardless is the maximum fee per transaction is $3.50. So if you have significant transactions, the fee on that is actually probably very low. It is a percentage base until it gets to $3.50. So if you are okay with not accepting a credit card, it's definitely something to consider. And I think we did a comparison across all the solutions and it was significantly the cheapest. And once you build in that $3.50 maximum charge, as soon as you've got someone paying you $500 or above, it's kind of a no-brainer. And does it work just with Australian banks? So say overseas. Yeah, that is your um, problem there. Yes, it only works with Australian banks, unfortunately. Go Cardless is available in New Zealand and in the UK and coming out in the US soon. But in Australia, you can only receive from Australian banks. And in New Zealand, you can only receive from New Zealand banks. They tell me that is going to change, but it hasn't changed yet. I'm of the mindset you buy for what's there, not for what's coming. Depending on the kind of bills that you have out there, it sort of might be something to consider. Like depending on the size of the bills that you have in Australia, it's something to consider. And another pain point I have with Stripe, we use Stripe for our international customers. We charge in US dollars and then it gets converted back to Australian dollars and then I pay US contractors back in US dollars and Stripe won't allow me to have the US dollars transferred to a US dollar bank account that we have. So that's a problem that I'm trying to resolve at the moment and I'm sure there'll be a way around it, but with the, our current Stripe setup, that's not. So that's something else to consider because we're losing on the currency exchange with that process. So it's forcing you to do a double exchange. Yes. 
And did you originally set up in Australia or in the US? So we originally set up the Stripe account in Australia, and so it's only allowing us to transfer that money into one currency. So the solution might be to set up a US Stripe account that is linked to a separate US dollar bank account. Yeah. It's interesting that we who are sort of pushing the edges of what's possible and the companies are like going, oh, what? You want to actually pay someone in the US? They haven't actually thought that that whole process through and enable you to do that. So good on you for doing it, but it's frustrating and it's little things like that. I've currently talking to a solution saying, can you give me Australian date settings? Because your American date settings are so frustrating. And they're like, we don't have anyone outside of America using our solution. It's like, oh, that's not the right response. It's like, open up to be global. But I think with PayPal, that wasn't a problem. No. Mm. I swear, actually, I haven't tried that with PayPal, but I think it is easier. Mm. And with, with the foreign currency side of things. Yeah, you're penalised with the charges, but it's so much more flexible. Actually, you're right. Now I think about it, we keep our US dollars and I can pay US contractors directly from PayPal. Mm. Yeah. That's actually a nice segue into the overseas supply paying overseas suppliers because that's related to banking as well and some of the challenges of running a global business and getting payments to contractors in different parts of the world. So why don't we talk about that next and then we'll spend some time on managing receipts. Yeah, absolutely. So as we did just mention then, you do have the option of PayPal for paying people overseas because if you have ever got involved with paying people overseas, it can get quite complicated because they don't have the same numbers that you have and When it wants to go directly into their bank account, it kind of never works. But you need to, there are options like TransferMate, TransferWise, OFX. I've not heard of Payoneer, but that's listed here as well, that give you the option to actually do that transfer overseas. And it's worth checking out, making sure you're clear on the exchange rate that they're going to do. Check in with your bank and see whether they will allow it. However, I typically find the banks will charge more than some of these solutions and the solutions will automate it from within your um, accounting solution and show you the rate that they're going to use before you even uh, send it across, which can actually, it's giving you insight about the money leaving your business and so you can keep aware on how that exchange rate is moving. But yeah, there are solutions out there that will integrate with Xero to assist you and do that. This is actually another pain point in my business where I'd like to have a really streamlined accounts payable process where it's just one system for approvals and we have our accountant uploads a batch payment and then I approve it in Combis. But we're actually having to use a combination of PayPal, TransferWise and OFX at the moment because they don't pay into each country. So we have to use a different system to pay into Serbia to then a system that we can pay into the UK with cheaper rates. So it's quite a frustrating process at the moment and time-consuming. Yeah, and I do find if we talk about that whole concept of cash flow, the money coming in and money going out, it does seem that people who are savvy business owners like yourself who are, are using the technology they're actually running multiple solutions because one solution is not giving them everything. So I can imagine you're feeling frustrated because you're using multiple systems, but that's what I'm hearing from everyone is if they have extended their business, they're working truly globally, 
they're needing to leverage several systems. And I guess my suggestion is, which is what I do is I talk back to those solutions constantly and saying, when are you going to open up and give me this? When are you going to open up and give me that? When are you going to open up and uh, make sure that their technical people understand why you need it, explain the case study to them if necessary, which is a really good point for people listening in is if something's not happening for you, make sure they really understand the case study for why you want that feature and hopefully they'll bring it in. But don't feel bad if you are using multiple, like it is bad, it's frustrating, it's friction, but other people are doing that too. Yes, and it's still the best solution at the moment is those multiple systems. And there's a few tools we're going to try, which may, I can't speak to whether they're good tools or not yet, but we're going to do some testing with something called Veeam and PayView. So I won't speak to whether they're good or not at the moment, but down the track on the podcast, I will mention those once we've done some more testing on them. Yeah. I've not heard of Veeam. But I know that I don't believe PayView is currently a certified partner with Zero. Right. That's good to know. Yeah. So the integration may or may not be effective at the moment. Yeah. You'll have to. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, let's move on to receipt management tools and let's get your thoughts around what the options are and the pros and cons of the different options. Okay. So, um, Receipt management, I think, is a really low-hanging fruit for a lot of businesses, small business owners, to actually really clear up what's going on and simplify their business by implementing some sort of receipt management solution. That is, or any expenses, any bills coming in, scan them or access them in a digital format and forward them into one storage place. And within that one storage place, the solution is actually scanning the data off it and pushing that into zero. So essentially, you're getting the bill, it's extracting all the important data for you and then pushing that into zero. By having something like that, it solves so many problems for you. It makes sure that you have copies of all the documentations. It makes sure you can access copies of all those documentations online. It also means you. By putting that procedure into your own business, it makes it a lot easier to work with an online bookkeeper because I actually myself, I know bookkeeping inside out, but it doesn't mean I should do it. So I actually have a bookkeeper and I was thinking the other day, I see her, but I see her to drink wine with her or have a coffee (laughs) with her. We never see each other with an account to open in front of us because all of my documentation goes into her. And I, uh, it's interesting, I received a uh, six page invoice the other day and I just shot through an email and I said, can you just send that to me digitally and uh, set that up to happen automatically in future? And just constantly refining the process so any invoices are coming in are being automatically set up email rules to be forwarded into the solution. And one of the solutions, so if I mention a receipt bank actually has within the platform It has this fetch mechanism so you can sign up. So, for instance, I advertise on Facebook and I can sign up to Facebook within Receipt Bank and it goes in and it pulls the invoices out of Facebook, pulls them into Receipt Bank, extracts the data and then pushes that into zero with me. So I'm not having to think or interfere or think about anything. Um, And it has about a thousand odd or two thousand suppliers of which it does that for. And so there's a number of solutions out there that you've mentioned here, such as HubDoc, an auto entry that do this sort of 
receipts bill scanning process for you. One of the other things that you get is they will uh, pull the bank statement feeds in to the solution as well. One of the reasons that your accountant wants your bank statements in there is it means it's a double check for whatever is actually happening in zero. Because while we have very high confidence in the feeds that are feeding into zero, it is a double check that the opening balance and the closing balance are accurate and verified. And just to be able to set that up to automatically happen is a great thing. And for those people who are listening and potentially from America, one or all other countries, one of the things that we find is we've been extremely fortunate here in Australia and that our banks have been very open about giving us bank feeds. But I understand this is not necessarily happening in other parts of the world. So by leveraging a tool like Receipt Bank that will actually connect with your bank and pull the bank feeds in for you and then push the information straight into zero for you, you're saving a massive amount of time regarding data entry. And I just recently wrote an article on this about there's a lot of people really into this Marie Kondo, does it spark joy in your life? And it's about, you know, bills and receipts don't necessarily spark joy in your life and you want to get rid of them as quickly as possible. But the philosophy of Marie Kondo is you have to have a really clear storage facility for them and these solutions are the clear storage facility. So you're pushing them as soon as they come in, you're not even thinking about it. You're just pushing them where they need to be kept and then into that storage facility. So it's sort of, it's sparked joy and it's just gone straight into that storage facility. And if you think about it down the track, which is something that we don't necessarily think about, but when an audit comes along, the auditor can now access scanned copies of all of your receipts and bills instantly. Like they can just jump in and they're all sitting there attached to your transactions. But the other thing is, is if you have insurance, so my daughter just came and she goes, look, you know, I've got issues with my computer and we can instantly find a scanned copy of the computer that she's been using, even though she bought it a couple of years ago. It's nothing, no need to go and sort of dredge through lots of files. We were actually able to download it and show computer repair person in the shop those full details because we could access them on our phone, which is fantastic. So these solutions really help make your accounts payable department work for you and leverage your time so you can work with an online bookkeeper and you can have confidence that you have all the backup and source documents in your accounting solution. Yeah, there's some great tips there. And I think receipts can cause stress for a lot of business owners and having a system, some of the things that Heather talked about in terms of having it go straight from your email across to the receipt management tool with Beninger's, we're a HubDoc business. So for all of our clients, we use a fetch capability, but we also have clients on Receipt Bank too. We found that the accounts payable, the, the reading of data from receipts is a little bit faster from Receipt Bank. So for clients with a lot of transactions, we have them set up on Receipt Bank, whereas for the rest of our clients where the main capability we wanted was the ability to fetch bank statements for the exact reason that Heather mentioned, making sure that there were no issues with the bank feed. That's been amazing as an accounting firm owner, but also saving time for clients where you don't need to worry about sending bank statements to across to your accountant and having them chase you each month for that. Yeah, absolutely. And they are a 
small costs, but they're just a massive time saver, both upfront and afterwards when the accountant is, again, as you mentioned, the accountant, when he goes, okay, when he or she goes, I need to see the motor lease, you don't have to spend 30 minutes looking for the motor lease. It's just there. Everything is just there. So if you've not adopted any automation, it's probably one of the first things that I would actually go and do. I've actually, I don't know if you've ever come across this, but I've actually had people come to me only with Receipt Bank working, not even an online accounting solution working. And we were able to plug in and it just populated for a full year for them. So they just did it uh, at the end of the financial year. So if you've got nothing else, at least start there. (laughs) I like that story. Wonderful. All right. Well, we might wrap up there, but did you have any parting comments or anything else that you wanted to add around zero add-ons automation that will help small business owners before we do wrap up? Yeah, look, I would just talk to people and listen to podcasts like this. If you are looking for ways to automate your business and put the question out there in forums about how you're doing something to see if there are better ways or more efficient ways. Even me and probably Meryl, we both are attending events all the time about this sort of area, but I'm constantly learning efficiencies that I can adopt in my own business through those sort of random conversations. And I didn't even know, sometimes I didn't even know what it was was uh, possible until someone's actually told me about it. So whatever your workflow is, write it down and ask people if there's options out there, speak to experts and find if there's options out there to find efficiencies in the business. And uh, the easiest ones are for your accounts department to try and push all of your accounting online and uh, engage bookkeeper, engage an online bookkeeper. There's no need for you to do your online, your own book work, get someone else to do it that for you. And then look at the numbers and understand the numbers and use them to drive your business. Well said. Love it. Thanks so much, Heather. It's been great. Really enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you so much. I really am grateful to come on the show. I was very excited to come on the show and spend some time with you, Meryl, and your listeners. Really great for this opportunity. Thank you. By the way, are you wanting support to get paid and make better decisions? We've put together a zero small business toolkit, including cash flow forecast templates and guides to setting up zero. Grab it for free at beingninjas.com slash zero toolkit and that's x-e-r-o-t-o-o-l-k-i-t